Howdy, y'all, and hello, all. Welcome to Locked On Oklahoma State. Yes, you heard that right. Formerly known as Locked On Pokes is now officially Locked On Oklahoma State. Still working through some kinks, but basically what we got to pull down today is is Texas not the most overhyped team in the history of college football? Guys, you can't say it's not true. Right here, they, they, they have the intro rock and roll, and I believe they're still working on the intro, but it's coming pretty soon. Nonetheless, are they the most overrated of all time? Probably, probably. Now, does that mean they're that overrated this season? Mm, pains me to say I don't think so. Yep. Uh, okay, Texas has always had what? They've had the stars. They've had the guys. They've had the dudes. Coaching's been kind of hit or miss, right? But expectations from the fan base have always been the Achilles heel and the selfishness of not only them, but their university. And guys, don't, don't act like I'm throwing darts. It's, this is all true. Why did A&M and Nebraska and them want to leave the Big 12? Because Texas had all this you know, power hanging over everybody. And but back then, Nebraska had earned way more stripes than Texas and to some degree OU. So they should have, if anybody was going to do some kind of different type of profit sharing, Nebraska should have been cut in. Uh, I don't necessarily know about A&M. A&M was always competing for third, fourth place, uh, just like we were there at the tail end of when everybody was involved. But, yeah, they ran those teams off, right? Now you fast forward, and they kind of ran themselves off due to financial uh, stability, which you can't fault them for, right? But we we can fault them for is every single time it looks like they've got a shiny glimmer of hope, they skyrocket up. Now, is this a recruiting advantage? I guess maybe. You know that if you go to Texas, all you gotta do win a few games, and you're up there, you're in there, you're awesome. So, yeah, it's just you're in, you're out, you're in. And our record against them in the last 12 years is 8-4. So we typically, um, you know, control the game. Now, there's also been a lot of times that we have blown massive second-and-a-half leads, even dating back to the Vince Young years. I remember being at BPS, McMicken Stadium, and being up by like 20-something, 24, 28, going into halftime against the famous 05, uh, 06 kind of Vince Young teams. And... and he just, uh, I don't know, he, he ran away with it, literally speaking, in the second half, darn near by himself. So this blowing leads thing I've already covered, okay? So you know my stance on how, yes, Gundy's a legend, but also this is his, his, his Achilles heel that his stubbornness seems to not allow him to fix because it's ridiculously evident. Some Some fans still do the unnecessary... The talking points of, you know, how, uh, you, when it used to be, we'd win one game, two games, three games. It's, it's not that anymore, right? Like, okay, I get it. But you as a fan should expect some level of not only consistency, but honesty. And for a long time, Gunny didn't mention injuries whatsoever, right? Now, the last couple of years, he's been more relaxed. He's been more open. Uh, and willing to not go in-depth with injuries, but at least bring them up and let you know who's going to play, who's not going to play. Well, now he's doing the, the extra old-school, I ain't talking about nothing now, not a nothing, again. So 
Typically, that means that, yeah, Spencer is dinged up. Did he sit out last week of practice because of the injury? Yes, yes, he did. I mean, he had a couple minor ailments, supposedly. And But he's been here so long, right? He has the keys to the offense. He knows what he's going to do. So he doesn't really need a whole lot of physical reps. He can step into the game and perform. But it was clearly a limitation because his deep ball was underthrown over and over and over. Did our wide receivers help him out any? Not much. That was hands down, not even close, the worst wide receiver game of the year. Was Spencer you know, throwing dimes? No, he was not. But our receivers are pretty good at making those adjustments and winning the high points. Regardless of which receiver it is, this has been you know, something that's uh, been very, very prevalent in our offense for a while. And we clearly have those receivers to do it again. This year, it didn't happen. They didn't help Spencer out. Gundy didn't help Spencer out. Gundy didn't help the defense out. Gundy didn't help himself out. Gundy's the greatest. He's the GOAT of O-State, but he's got to work this stuff out. But, ready, bright side. Probably got it out of his system. And we're fairly banged up coming into this Texas game. Guys, we're trying to find like a four-string center at this very moment. Our three centers are, are, are banged up, right? Did you see when Joe Mikulski came in and he wasn't really supposed to play, but he had to because Eli Russ went out. So now Eli Russ has got some injuries. And Mikulski literally had like a pound and a half of tape on his left ankle. And the poor guy played a long time, right? He wasn't supposed to. Uh, and it just, we're beat up at places. And Spencer Sanders, I do expect him to start. I do believe we'll see a good, healthy dose of Gunnar Gundy. I honestly thought that uh, going into the TCU game. With how reserved and conservative Gundy went, there was literally no reason to have Spencer Sanders on the field. If he can't make the throws and he can't be an asset, and you're just going to try to hang, cling on to a lead again, it's not going to happen. You might as well put Gunner Gunny out there so he can go at least old school Colin Klein and do something. Are we going to... He he probably has a better uh, ability to chunk it deep at this very moment. I mean, what I'm saying is not completely foreign, right? When you go in the locker room, you know that that team has the depth to do whatever they need to do. And if they need to do an old-school Colin Klein for Gunnar Gundy, then we should do it. And we mix in a little bit of that old-school Whedon, quick, just get it out, 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 like Central Michigan did to us. We can do that as well. We're going to have the ability to win this game regardless of who is at quarterback. I am more concerned about center, right? I am more concerned about how Jaden Bray is the next Des Bryant, it appears, for Oklahoma State University, yet he's been hampered with his ham injury for quite quite a while. He finally gets to play like a couple snaps against Tech, hurts the same hand, right? We worked uh, Blaine Green a lot at Cowboy back in the offseason, and he was finally going to be a tight end weapon we could use because we haven't used one really effectively constantly since Brandon Pettigrew. Did we throw some to Blake Jarwin? Yeah, but clearly by his success in the NFL before all the injuries, we should have utilized Blake Jarwin far more than we did. Everybody, you know, looks at Jelani Woods when he went to Virginia. 
And now in the, you know, he's in the NFL now, and he's being very productive. But at OSU, in practice, he got the uh, nickname of like the skillet hands type. And he did drop a few in games. But Virginia decided that it was going to be a volume of, of passes. And it was very successful. And he's turned into a good one. Guys, we did that. We took the man from quarterback, turned him into a really good tight end, but he just, I guess, didn't really develop his hands fast enough and knew he needed more PT. No big deal. Right? It just doesn't kill a locker room. No, it doesn't. But the more there are, the, the rougher it gets. And honestly, guys, let's speak of the locker rooms, okay? Have you, you remember junior high, high school, when you'd get out of PE, gym class, whatever, and there was always Captain Stinky Pants, right? And you hated it, Captain Stinky Pants had to come to class with you because then you had to smell Captain Stinky Pants all throughout class. Or were you Captain Stinky Pants? Well, we have a solution for you, okay, right? What you're going to do is you're going to experiment a little bit with something called sweat block, okay? Don't let you be that, that, that extra stinky kid. Don't let your son be the stinky kid. That's not cool. And definitely, definitely, don't let your son's friends, friends, be the stinky kid. Even if you go, you know, you, you can't be a bully, right? That's, that's not, that's not right. So you can't just go to class and be like, oh, stinky pants, oh, Mr. Stinky Pants can't do that. It's not, it's not right. So what you gotta do now is you gotta be kind to Captain Stinky Pants, man. Be like, hey, who gives gifts? Around Halloween, you do, right? Happy October, January, buddy. Here's some sweat block. But a towel. I got this for you, bud. Be the giver. Be the Halloween giver. You know what I mean? Don't let you be Captain Stinky Pants or your friends or your friends' friends who you got to be nice to just so you can sales pitch them a little bit of this sweat block, right? It is what it is. But a towel. Give it out. Give it up. Hook it up, too, because I'm here for you, boo-boo. You can go right now, sweatblock.com, and with the code locked on, you can get 20% off, right? So I got your back, you got their back, get yourself back, right? Even if you're a grown man, let's just call it spade a spade. When you're out there working, sometimes Captain Stinky Pants just creeps up on you. Don't be that guy. That's, you know, you gotta ride with a crew of people in your truck, man. Be kind, be generous. Help people out, sweat block, get on there right now, get your locked on 20% off. All right, so speaking of the locker rooms yet again, the locker room right now at Oklahoma State probably is is something you would love to get the, um, what do they call it, fly on the wall view. I would say it's pretty interesting. We are going to see if what we think has been, uh, you know, a big a big part of our, our arsenal this year is the depth especially on the D-line. What I expect us to do is to, to be a little bit, uh, not a little bit, a lot more aggressive. We have to be. So what, if you've been watching film, Derek Mason likes to do is he likes to take your Colin Oliver's, your Trace Ford's, and he likes to split them out into the flats, covers, uh, quarters, quarter coverage, sorry, or something to that effect, right? So they're bailing a good portion of time. What did we do last year with Knowles that is significantly different than this year with Mason? The blitz packaging. Like, guys, there's a reason we were top five in blitzes for all season. A large portion of the season, we were number one in the country in sacks. But actually, no, we, we, we did in the country's number one in sacks. And we were top five in overall defense and top number nine in, you know, a bunch of numbers defensively. We don't have that defense. 
But what we do have is that level of athleticism. Do we have the read and react guy? Yeah, Mason Cobb can do that. Xavier Benson is coming along. He really, really is. He's looking good. The backup linebackers on special teams look really, really good. The depth of wide receivers should not be an issue. The depth of quarterback. It shouldn't be that massive of an issue, right? How many times has Gundy said that he is actually comfortable this time with, you know, the, the kind of integration of the, the other quarterbacks? If if something happened to Spencer, right, he said if a helmet came off, shoot, rolled an ankle, something to that effect, that Gunner Gundy would come in and the offense wouldn't look too considerably different. He's a lefty, yeah, so they got to, you know, maneuver some stuff around. But the play calling and what they're looking for is not going to change a lot. Most likely, that is fairly true, there will be more running with Gunnar Gundy just because of confidence, right? Like, like, like Mike Gundy has said, you cannot replicate reps. Look at uh, Kenny Pickett at Pitt. His, you know, it, the bell didn't click till year five. And that's not a big deal because he's obviously fairly successful uh, in the NFL. He's got himself in a good spot. Spencer, I think, was having that kind of season until, obviously, this injury. I think we still get the dub, guys. I know it sounds crazy because Quinn Ewers is, is, is putting some numbers out there, guys. He is. But in the 101st edition of America's Greatest Homecoming, and honestly, if you have not been to Stillwater America for homecoming, regardless of who we play or who you root for, there's a reason it's called America's greatest uh, homecoming. It's it's insane the things that those the fraternities and sororities and stuff build, right? So the campus is full of these massive, massive projects, like basically with animatronic type movement all over. It's crazy how they pull this stuff off, right? And that's why Oklahoma State engineering is is so huge because you know the innovation in in any type of of industrial industry, Oklahoma State's all, all over. Right? That's on top of all of that. So if you haven't been, you got to check it out. And since that is the case, I think since Gunny did his yearly, let's call it, he pissed the game away. He doesn't, it is what it is. It's a yearly thing. Uh, hopefully, he's got it out of the system. He knows we're playing a little bit depleted, right? Um, even there's some degree to Corey Black's being a little, little hampered. Uh, DeMarco Jones has been with the team for a long time. He's a very, very good backup corner. He's potentially still hampered up a little bit. Uh, uh, Johnson, he may be hampered a little bit. Guys, it is what it is. That's why we even talked about in uh, one of our last videos that the buy time that we had so early in the season was not going to be advantageous for us. And it is starting to rear its ugly head right now. Injuries are starting to pile up. So this is a perfect time to have a bye week. It just it didn't end up that way for us. But we have the two deep to deal with it. We're afraid. Gundy's afraid to be more aggressive. Who knows why? But in this game, are we going to be able to just open it up and go uh, track meet style with Texas? I don't think so. Even if Spencer was 100% healthy. I think this is a game where you control more clock. And am I insane to think that maybe it might be a little helpful if Texas goes up like 10 nothing? I, I don't think I'm crazy because 
If we get a lead, that's the scariest part of being a Cowboy fan. Is when we get a lead is do we have enough time on the clock to hold on to this lead? Because this is Gundy's MO. You cannot say this is inaccurate. He's been doing this for 16 years. There's been two years that he didn't necessarily do this because Dana would tell him, absolutely not, bud. I'm chunking it. I'm chunking it for 50 every game. Monken did his own thing because of the relationship he had with Whedon. Ever since then, this has been an issue. Well, since he's got it out of his system and we're playing with a little bit of a depleted roster, I think we come out swinging. He even mentioned that we switch it up a bit at running back, so Jaden Nixon's going to be a key, right? He's a, he's a bulkier uh, Kendall Hunter, Dontrell Savage type. And you saw little spurts of that against Tech. And you've seen little spurts of that in this time medical mistake. I think he goes for over 80. Ollie Gordon goes over for 40. Dom Richardson goes for over 20. Mm-hmm. Whoever's plays quarterback gets over 60. And that's how we win the game. Right? If you're looking for the right pieces to maneuver around on that O-line, do it in an aggressive way. Do it the smart way. Do it the right way. Don't get confused with all this shifting into uh, different types of zone coverages. It ain't working. Mason, I think you're going to be great. I think you're going to be great here. I think you're going to be here for a few years and be great. But this season ain't it. So we'll just do something a little bit different, right? Let's put so much pressure on Quinn Ewers that he can't breathe. And just see what happens. Go for it. Send the dogs. Rotate that third string D-line in ASAP. And do it again, and do it again, and do it again, and do it again. Because if we play back, and we try to play not to lose instead of just play to win, like if we'd have just played to win against Baylor, different score. If we'd have just played to win against Tech, different score. If we'd have played to win against TCU, different score. Guys, we were better than TCU almost all the way across the board, right? There's some obviously outliers, duh. But... We proved that we were better. We screwed ourselves. That's what happened. And sometimes you also screw yourselves. Like say you're you're looking for employees. Are you going to dig to Shippensburg State University or to the D3s? Or are you going to have somebody that's far more inclined to be able to spot the right person for the right jobs at the right times? Well, then you got to go to LinkedIn. Right? LinkedIn is the only solution for hiring. And if you've ever done any hiring, it's not the funnest thing in the world. Honestly, right? Um, especially, you know, and it's, it's a new day, guys. It really is. So hiring is far more difficult. You have to go through a lot of candidates before you really kind of narrow it down. So if you got to see 60 people to hire eight of them, you know, let somebody filter that a little bit for you. Because LinkedIn's going to find the best people. And they're going to find the best people predicated upon what you exactly want. So you get the biggest benefit by LinkedIn. And to be 100% honest with you guys, if you go to LinkedIn.com and you use Locked On, right, you're going to get a discount. Matter of fact, you're going to have the ability to up your game in hiring. So make sure you, you, you use LinkedIn and nobody else. Because, frankly... Does anybody else make sense? I don't think so. Does anything else make sense for this game against Texas than to be massively aggressive? I don't think so. Is it important for this game against Texas to send the right message? 
100%. If TCU beats K-State, looks like most likely that's who's go, that's got the, the front seat ticket. And we screwed that up on our own. It's sad to say that I don't think it was anywhere near on the players. We keep going into this conservative hold on to the W shell for 15, 16 years. And it's, it just, nobody's saying Gundy should go anywhere, but somebody should just be like, Hey, Gundy, private conversation. You got to admit, statistically speaking, and I'm, I'm doing the numbers. It's very obvious over the last five, six plus years that Gundy's fourth quarter percentages on play calling as far as aggressiveness and how much he shrinks the playbook, it's massive. Like, from what I've seen thus far, over a few seasons, is his play calling, propensity to abandon the pass, anytime he has a lead in the fourth quarter drops like 44, 46-ish percent, right? And I'll keep getting the, the, the data put together, but it's, guys, this is not a new thing. We've got to be aggressive against Texas. We've got to put Quinn Ewers in a, in a situation he hasn't been in. Because nobody, I'm going to say it, I'm, nobody's as good as our D-line. Nobody's as good as our D-line depth. So when, does, when do we just let it fly? Stop playing this conservative horse manure that don't work, that barely works, and it, and it hasn't worked for Gundy for years. It's just somebody, somebody be like, Gundy, bro, love you, man, come on. Can we not go captain conservative? If we get a lead, don't step on the shoulder. Step on the throat and put the game out of reach. Right? That's how you got to do it. Just, oh my, <laughs> just get her did. Right? The only way to do it is to do it. Do not hang back and let Texas determine the, the speed of the game, the fate of the game, the, the, the emotions of the game. We got, we have to control this one. So, you know, guys, it, the, it's scarier if we're up 21 nothing than it is to be down to nothing. Am I wrong or am I wrong? Because I'm not wrong. Right? Come on, help me out here. Anywho, this is a big one. This will determine the race for the Big 12 title at the moment other than TCU. It'll be interesting to see what TCU does. I'll come out with my picks a little bit later on. Um, I... I'm going back and forth between TCU K State. I want to say K State gets it done. I'm kind of, I'm kind of sure K State gets it done. I think at one point in time, if this progresses as it is, by the end of the season, our offense and K State's offense will look very, very, very similar. So it's not about trickery anymore. It's not about being faster than everybody anymore and hoping you just break a bunch of, of big, big plays. This one's about just too deep punching you in the mouth. We've, again, been fairly successful lately against Texas. They're riding a high. Do we show up and just start rock'em, sock'em robots right in the jaw from Jump Street? Yes, I think we do. I think our O-line be depleted is going to be something that, that, that re-energizes us. I think the the... Changing, passing of the guard, per se, to, to Nixon and Ollie Gordon to some degree in the running game is going to be beneficial. I think that we do speed it up because what, what teams did against us, got it out fast, got it out fast, got it out fast. What did Whedon do in 2010-2011? Just let her rip. And if it's interceptions and errors and whatever, then what you just you laid it on the table and it is what it is. 
But if you play this conservative crap fest, it ain't going to go well. So let's not do that. And I think maybe Gundy won't do that because he just did it. That was the, hopefully the bugaboo one of the season. The yearly, what the heck are we doing game. Hopefully. Hopefully we're coming for Bevo blood. I don't think we're going to let them show up to Stillwater America at the 101st edition of America's Greatest Homecoming and put it on us by any stretch, regardless of who plays quarterback. If we put Ollie Gordon at quarterback, I think that the game is close no matter what. They typically always are, right? Even when we're favored, uh, that we play them close. We win most of the time over the last 10, 12 years, yes. But they've got the talent. We've been seeing it. There's talk of them being the first two-loss team ever to be considered for the CFP. So the love for Texas is beyond the stars. But it happens. It's Texas. Do we punch them in the mouth and, and shut them up and sit them down? I think so. Right? I love you, Texas. I, I genuinely hope that you and OU go to the SEC and start just dominating. Or at least compete for the top three spot year in and year out. Because what does that do? I don't think it looks... People are like, oh, yeah, it's going to... You know, we lose the Blue Bloods, make, make 12, Big 12 look worse. I don't think so. If OU and Texas show up to the SEC and they're massively competitive from Jump Street, that just says the Big 12 is gangster. Because Texas and Oklahoma have been down. Right? If they're down for a few years and, you know, and they come into the SEC and dominate... It speaks volumes for how good the Big 12 is. So I'm excited about the next few years uh, for you know both these games to continue. It's going to be fun. The Big 12 is going to be awesome with 14 teams, with the only 12 teams, when we eventually eat up the Pac-12, when we decide we're hungry. You know, all that stuff I think is going to add a lot to the Big 12. So I do hope Texas and OU do go over there and just completely start throat-punching people and, and getting them with some Judy chops uh, from day one. I hope that happens. The next few years are going to be fun. Big 12 race is going to be fun. This is a huge one, as is TCU, K-State. Watch later from a picks. Um, and, guys, by the way, when you're thinking about picks, right, I don't bet big. I, I, the bet, the most I've ever bet in my life, legit, is like 180 bucks on one thing. I typically bet like one dollar, two dollar, five dollar, ten dollar, and I take the bigger odds because it's fun to me. Do I know I'm gonna lose 25 cents? Most likely, yeah. But if the odds are plus 1200, then I don't care. I'm all about it, guys. Instead of being concerned about your cash, do I make this five dollar bet, knowing I could make twelve dollars off of it? Or do I save this five bucks for gas? Right? These things matter right now. You have to start making these decisions. So I'm not saying people should be, be out there betting because money's tight. But what I am saying is manage your money a little bit easier for yourself. If you don't have the upside app, you got to get it. Because it not only gives you the opportunity to um, you know, save some money at the pump, which is huge. Because, guys, unless we start re-drilling, whether you like the decisions right now or not, if we don't start drilling somewhere or somebody's just start, you know, giving us free oil, this is not going to get better. So help yourself. Help me help you. Get the Upside app, y'all. It's going to save you money. And your first go-round, once you spend over $10 uh, right around that range, so spend 10 bucks. guess what? You get five of it back. You get a 50% discount for free 90, free 90, nothing. You're welcome. Get the Upside app. Save some coin because, guys, 
if you can save a little bit of money on the gas and you keep the mama bear happy or, or the papa bear happy with what's in the tank, then you get to make that $1 bet, $2 bet, $5 bets. And here's a hint. If you're very confident, and let's say your team gets down to nothing, you make that dollar bet. Right? I do it all the time. If you're confident in your team and you love your team, let them get down just a hair. And then save your money with the upside. Hire your people through LinkedIn. And clearly, obviously, don't be kept in stinky pants. And uh, do the sweat block action. Guys, I got you. I love you all. God bless. Go Pokes. Welcome to Locked On Oklahoma State. You're going to get here the best, first, and the most accurate. Right? Credibility is growth. And I'm ready to grow. Appreciate you guys stopping by and growing with me. On to the next one.